Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, disgusting, awful, wonderful, capitalist uh, inferno ideas and turn them into the next triple A video games that sell lots of money. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. Blake, Rhea, I have to get something off my chest. I wanted to talk about this thing last week, but I didn't get the opportunity to because I completely forgot about it. I get it. I get it. You were first in line for the Lady Demestrisu Resident Evil 8 Village mod. I get it. I totally get it. I get it. This isn't Resident that? Evil related <laughs> at all, actually. This is oh, Mario oh. related. Oh, okay. So there's right. a Lego Mario like toy out there. I guess like it's oh, like a awesome. little bit like the Lego, like it's a little bit like Mario Maker, and that you get to like make your own little Mario levels. And there's like yeah, I've like seen a little it. game developed inside the Lego Mario thing itself. So it's like half Lego, half electronic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They recently released a new Lego Mario tool uh, or toy set with Luigi, and that's really fun and cute. Uh huh. What also came with, with the Luigi thing uh, was released, they went ahead and did a, a little firmware update, a little patch notes, a little, little update for the Mario set. And mm-hmm. now the Lego Mario set will every now and again in the dead of night, in your waking hours, maybe it's the first <laughs> thing you hear in the morning, maybe it's the last thing you hear before you go to bed, you will hear your tiny Mario Lego go, Luigi? Oh, that's fucking hot. Because the actual update that they did is they added in a thing where your Mario toy calls out and begs for his brother. Um... I what I love that for two reasons. One, it's haunting as fuck because Mario in the dead of night sounds crazy, Luigi! but also fucking AJ genius, genius. Because you know how you solve that problem? You buy more shit. They make that you is buy exactly more what shit. it is. It is that Mario shows up in your house and guilt trips you into going out and buying the like eighty dollar <laughs> Luigi toy set. This is, one, absolutely wild. Two, I don't know how much it costs. I know Lego is overpriced, and I know Nintendo is overpriced. It's probably like, honestly, dog, let's keep it real here. $80 (laughs) is, like, forgiving. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Lego Mario Luigi set is $60. (laughs) I could buy buy Resident Evil 7 and install a free sexy mod for that price. Actually, I think it's actually the Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil 7, 60 bucks. God, why the fuck? Is that what you're going to use as your new benchmark now? Anytime you think of $60, you're like, $60 is a sexy lady (laughs) Demetra. Demetra. I wish I could say that. I wish... I wish I knew no how to say that. No one can. It's French, name. and French is a made-up language, and you're always going to pronounce it wrong. <laughs> yes. That's how it works. That's how I, the French I language would like is. To, I would like to officially apologize to the two people we that I'm listen not, to this podcast hey, in France. Why won't I? Hey, France, Stop could you make it. your language a little Stop. bit better? I know we're a bit Stop. late in the game for it, but, like, dog, <laughs> can we get, Dude, like, a no. layman's French, please? <laughs> The layman's French, you just beat... What does that mean? I was it's in New Orleans, like... and y'all had these fancy little creamy donuts there that are covered in sugar. And every and I think it's called a beignet, but I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. It could be a beignet. It could be a beignet. It is... I, uh, I'm always going to pronounce it wrong because it's incorrect no matter what I do, and that's just how the French roll. It's just, it's just beignet, dude. Also, I think beignets were a combination of... I beignet think made- doesn't sound French enough, and you know it. 
What? It's it, you it, know it, it. You know it doesn't. Because it doesn't have that like confusing syllable like croissant. You don't know if it's like oh, is it croissant or is it croissant? You know, it, it, like exactly. Beignet, beignet totally has that. I bet you there's some dude or person out there that was like that looked at beignet and went like, oh, what's a beignet? You know, like is it is it similar Unless, to yeah, a beignet? And here's the thing, and this is where I'm, and this is where it's, I'm gonna blow it wide fucking open for you, dude. What if we're pronouncing the B wrong? We're not. <laughs> But what it's if? Been, but it, it's very clearly beignet, though. Why are we talking about like pastries when we were talking about? Oh, because uh, yeah, sexy lady. That was the that was the transition yeah, point. You got for that. A... You got that. You got that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no. I look. I know that you've got eight foot tall vampire lady with just a body like that on your mind. But we need to get it off of your mind because I really desperately need to talk about the. Horrible and malicious marketing that comes with Mario pleading in the dead of night for his brother to be returned to him. I don't know. Unless I feel you go pay sixty dollars. That brings up that brings up an interesting thing though. Of like, I feel like that's a tactic that's been used since Furbies, right? Like, it's like when a Furby dies. No, they Furbies made, did not no. beg for other Furbies. No, 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 no. But what they did was is Furbies would randomly turn on for people. Like, there's like a bunch of stories that it actually inspired that one game something tale or whatever it was like it was a it was a horror game mixed with like it was like furbies but slender man but um i when they i don't know if you ever had a furby but they would turn on randomly but if their batteries were nearly dead when they turned on it would be like this fucking demonic scary voice because it's like it just sounds so slow and deep they should have set it up i feel like they could have set up a thing of like okay if it goes below a certain voltage just don't fucking turn on i think they left it in aj it's it they left it in to scare you into buying more batteries i think nintendo took that okay. concept and oh, were like okay, okay rather than, rather than taking ten dollars the furby yeah. was was this same style of I, I guess we'll call it invasive marketing. It invasive needs a term marketing. that I haven't quite decided. It, it it could be invasive marketing. It could be guilt trip marketing. I haven't quite decided on a terminology for it. But you're proposing that Furby did this invasive marketing for batteries and that I, Mario is now doing invasive marketing for Luigi. Well, you know, honestly, now that I think about it, isn't this just what push notifications are when they guilt trip you into shit of like, hey, your farm has been like you haven't visited your farm in like whatever. And it's going to make you this feel bad. Also, the animal, owl does wait, also to me. Animal the Crossing does to make this. Me pay money. Animal, wait, Animal Crossing also does this. I remember seeing a post, a buddy of mine posted this. They said, I want to I want to play Animal Crossing because the new update looks good, but I'm so worried that when I show up to my village, everybody's not going to like me because it's been like a month since they've checked in with everybody. I'm wondering if this is just expanding upon Nintendo's whole guilt-trippy bullshit to get you to buy more stuff or interact with their things more often. I think this is, I think you and I, this is like X-Files, dude. Like, we are, we... There's like the top, the top of the something. iceberg. We stumbled into something big, and I want to capitalize on that. So, God, AJ. Hey, you know what I really hope yeah. I never have to deal with? How's it going? AJ Hart, known gotcha player. I don't think I could live with myself if a gotcha game guilt tripped me. Like, if I had, like, little gotcha characters AJ, that were like, it's been but I know, I know the perfect me on one of your teams. I know the like, perfect ah, guilt trip, though. I'm out. I know the perfect guilt trip, though. It just sends you a fucking cropped 
potential jpeg you could get from playing the game so it's just like hey no, it's just it saber's it, face it, it, <laughs> but it's the like none that of the full body is it will send me it will send me an email that is a photo of a jpeg of a character that i like wanted very desperately and got and no longer use and it will tell me oh. how many missions i've done without oh. that character as part of my team and then it will tell me how many little of the currency i tried to to oh, like i spent no. to try to get them oh, this would get no. me everywhere fake grand order oh. it got me i've oh. i've spent a lot of time hoping for characters that i've never 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 used because i just wanted the jpeg and the sweet satisfaction of it it would work for me on genshin impact a game that i played very rarely genshin impact could even be like hey you spent a lot of time trying to grind out materials and then got a character and then never used her and i'd be like yeah yeah, if they sent, I get you. you if, get they, if, they sent, if they sent me pictures of Mona, I would be like, "Oh man, I feel bad. I, I tried so hard." And how much time <laughs> you spent, and like the like how much you spent to get her, and then how much you've actually used her. And they're like, "Nice try, chuckle idiot." Nice try, chuckle idiot. <laughs> I was gonna swear, but then I I heard a door open in my home, and I thought that my mom was on the other side, so I didn't want to give a cuss. <laughs> It's a very nice boy, very nice boy, AJ. AJ, you, you know, uh, talking about our games and like and things and invasive marketing and all that stuff. That's fun, but that's not what we do here. What we do here is we take audience submissions and turn them into horrible games. I think we need to get started on that. Can I give you one then? Yes, give me one. I uh, that's good because I did. I'm listening to the cars right now and I didn't want to like exit out the YouTube window. So I greatly appreciate you t doing the first submission. This comes from Brett Owen on Twitter, B underscore M underscore O, BMO. A game about bullshitting through your first day in a career you're massively unqualified to be in. Blake, give me a career. Um, <laughs> can I give you a real world example of this happening to me? Um, and then oh. we can kind of, we can lean into that. So, okay, 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 okay. So, a little backstory to this. I'll, I'll make sure it's really quick. I have an engineer job. I am a tape operator and a person who works on like old beta cam and VHS machines. I have no skill in that regard. So I are the company I'm currently work. I'm currently working at was in the middle of a move. And there was a company next door to us who does something very similar. And the guy who runs that came to me and basically was offering me a job as a, as an actual electrical engineer. Uh, I don't know if this Yo, is the first you time. you were about to get like sniped. <laughs> yeah, I was about to get sniped from my grandparents' this company. This guy saw that his like, competitor just... was moving, and he thought, "Hey, <laughs> I don't know where you're going, but that commute difference could be a problem for you, huh? How about you? Uh, how about you come over to Mike and Rory's place? Yeah, the and other they, company they, next they door. Fucking, they, like he asked me my rates and everything, and like, of course, I wasn't gonna fucking take the job. Yo, but I was, just, was like, really so about to fucking... take you from your grandparents. Yeah, yeah he was, about he was to totally about you. to fucking do that. So I'm wondering what would happen if that was like, if we can lean into that of like a person. Because I, I feel like building or doing any sort of engineering and cabling, that can be something that can be gamified. So I'm wondering what if it's something like that. You are on a conveyor so... belt having to do electronics that you don't know how to do. And maybe this is what we could do. We could take a little element from here. There was this one game I played. How, and I, know I have it, a question for you. How yeah, much would he have had to offer you before you abandoned your grandparents' company and worked for this guy with no previous work experience? Just um, on, like, the name work experience, like, the words okay. are technically on your resume I'm, what would be I a am, number that you I thought i'll try I am, this i am ashamed of this but you know what i'd probably do i'd tell him like hey 
my rates are like 50 bucks a month uh, sorry 50 bucks an hour actually that <laughs> were like whatever like the engineer rate is or whatever it's like i think it's like 42 43 and what i do is i just work there for a week because i would inevitably get fired from this job so i would just like collect <laughs> i would collect yeah, and then you could just 40 go back out. to your grandparents yeah and then i would go back to my grandparents i'd be like because hey, here's the thing like what i you know i could have fucking done this too because so you would have done it you would have yeah. scorned this man if you could have gotten 50 bucks <laughs> an hour from it for fun well, because that's, that. a, that's essentially what you were admitting to right yeah, you are yeah. willing to do you blake Rhea, are willing to do knowingly evil things for 50 bones an hour well, aj that's two thousand dollars i could have just gotten because here's the thing here's the thing after we did the move i took a week off so this is something i could have totally fucking done because i could have just been i could have just been there for a week and like obviously failed at my job and got fu- my ass fired and then just be like, all right, cool. I just walked away with $2,000 and you I get to go back on, to my day job. You missed out on Blake Rayo waste his time 2021. <laughs> that could have been the <laughs> coolest move ever. It would have been the rudest, most evil, most like, like it would have gone against who you are as a yeah, human as being. A person, it would yeah. have been very funny. It would have been like a story that we could have told. If you had done this, this would be a different story where half of our audience looked at you, Blake Ray, and thought, like, oh, this is the kind of guy. Ugh. Okay. R- realistically, though, like. I'm proud of you for I'm not fucking, doing I'm, evil. Oh, I would but never. Also, I, I would I maybe not do have that. $50 for you. Just, you know, <laughs> I might have. I might be willing to make you do evil for me. Admittedly, for admittedly, okay. Let's look at it this way: If I could have done, like, I would have done that, but then refused. He would have had paid. it coming. He did no, try to no, steal no, you no, from I a could, company I that could, was moving. Yeah, I, that was fucked. That was fucked up and, and and aggressive and not cool. But w- imagine I did that, but I just decided not to get paid. Just to, I would just see how long I could go before getting fired from the job. Just to like, just to just test myself. <laughs> but at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. Don't pay me. I was just. I just I'm sorry for wasting your time. I just wanted to see how far I could get. But what I'm saying is, is what if you and I turn that into a game of like this person every. Oh, my God, AJ, this is the game. This is the game taking a little bit out of um, uh, it, this is a this is like a roguelike builder. So stick with me here. You are trying to see how long or how many business days you can get through without getting fired. And each run, you get a little bit further and a little bit further. But here's the thing. Every run, you're building different things. It's for different manufacturers. Maybe one run, you're you're doing ball bearings. Another run, you're doing uh, circuit boards. Another run, you're doing like you're building lenses or something. And you are not given any of the recipes. You just have to figure out the recipes as you go forward through the game. It's like it's like OG Minecraft, where there was like no there like in modern Minecraft, you have like the little book that shows you how to build everything in the game. This, no, nothing. You have to understand how to build those things as time goes on. So I'm wondering if you could do a game like that. So you're trying to see how far you can get in each company. And maybe like let's say uh, okay, let's... this kind of reminds me of a game I heard about on Steam a while ago that I've been thinking mm-hmm. about picking up, but I don't own a VR, so I can't do it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's this game called Mecha Mechanic Simulator. It's a oh, VR game where yeah. you are a mecha mechanic. And uh-huh. so you are dropped into this game, and you have to like take apart giant mechs and replace parts and rebuild them. And mm-hmm. you just have to kind of feel your way through it every time you do them interesting i think like this definitely stumbles into a level of gameplay that i think is incredibly satisfying for some people because like there is a satisfaction in 
just kind of doing like feeling out the way that you're supposed to be in a space you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like simulator games are all really popular right now for a reason Mm -hmm. um papers please isn't just a game that's out there because like it's a cool story it's there because there's something very satisfying about seeing things and following orders it's just it makes you know it makes your lizard brain go burr Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's also, um, God, what's that other game that's really popular? It's called Prison, uh, Prison. It's not Prison Architect. It's a, it's, it's a VR game where you are in a French prison, and you basically are building out your empire in this prison of selling contraband, like making alcohol out of your toilet, ma- like rolling up cigarettes and stuff. But the whole the whole gimmick of the game is is there are guards constantly walking by your cell so you can only make contraband when they aren't looking at you but you're in like a place that i I, i'm just building on what you're saying of like there is this strange appeal of just being given a task and like following that task as best as you can but where the state comes in is what's a career that we're not necessarily like you and me aren't like super aware of that we think like trying to figure it out would be satisfying right like i don't know that becoming like a criminal master in a prison would be a lot of fun for me because i would try to make um beer in my toilet and then i would need to go potty really bad and you know those don't mix um (laughs) I don't fuck with computers, so engineering is out immediately. Well, no, I think, but here's the thing, though. What about, I want what to about leave, zoos? I want, oh, uh, how would you do a zoo game, like, where? but that's also, like, an assembly thing. Is it, like, oh, okay, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. So are you, this is a VR game, and you're teleported. Each level, you're in a different, like enclosure and each animal has their own operation to them like you I think don't it's feed a, the it's giraffe a VR the same thing game you feed where the you lion. are given the entire zoo period it isn't mm-hmm. level based it is it is like you are in charge of a zoo oh. hey this is the we bought a zoo video game we bought a zoo now we have to take care of it but here's the problemo um you don't know animals how animals work eat. yeah you don't know how animals work <laughs> and oh, so you it, do just have to figure it out in the game Okay, and AJ. If you do oh, things wrong, the animals get sick. I won't go any further than that. Okay, and how about so, this? How about this? No, no, no. How about this? How about this? How about this? Because I want to like really make the panic set in. You are the manager of this zoo. You have to not only go into the enclosures and feed and clean them, you also have to manage the orders and the material costs of running the zoo. So you have to figure out, oh, the lion on average eats, like, I'm just going to say a random number here. I don't know how lions work. Obviously, I'm perfect for this game. I think they eat 300 pounds of meat because maybe that's how much a gazelle weighs. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, No, that's right. Yeah, one gazelle a day. Yeah, so for every lion I have in the zoo, I have to order X amount of meat. And you also have to keep track of, like, ticket sales. So this is, like, picture this. This is, like, a roller coaster tycoon, but way more hands-on. Like, you're in the yeah, thick of and it. and, like, what I love about this is because it's a game that you don't really, like, because we are wildly unprepared for this thing, there will be multiple options to solve problems. For example, you could, you know, feed a lion 300 pounds of store-bought Walmart meat. Or you can put a gazelle in their enclosure and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, um, I was about to say, like, can you feed animals to other animals? Like, hey, um, the platypus exhibit, push and platypus exhibit, figure out. Yeah, the platypus exhibit. Some animals that you, like, you just know they're gonna keep going, so you have to sit down and you think to yourself, well, why am I buying meat? I have a rabbit exhibit, and we all know how, we all know how those phrases go. And like, oh, you just set up no. a couple. Money streams. You don't have to 
here's the thing though aj this kind of does go back into the thing you and i were talking about of of the prison running the prison thing if you're feeding your animals to other animals there's gonna be some investigation there's gonna be somebody being like okay that's fucked up we don't do that um so you might have a person showed up to my lion exhibit and my hungry hungry wolf exhibit whatever will i do i'm gonna let them eat him yeah i was about to say like um I got a problem and it needs removing and I'm going to make like Tiger King and make that problem disappear real quick. (laughs) We bought a zoo and also are entirely comfortable with murder. So I wonder if like the backdrop to this game is like we take a note from Stardew Valley of you just inherit it and you're like, I have no idea what to your do. Dad with bought, your grandpa bought a zoo a and zoo. then died immediately. Your grandpa is Tiger King and he died because a, a tiger ate him. And now you just have this fucking zoo in your lap. So you can decide if you want it to be a legitimate zoo. That's like those are the two endings to the game, because like in Stardew Valley, it's like the quote ending of the game is like you finish the um uh whatever center the resource center or something and there's two ways to finish that there is collect everything on your own or sell out to jojo cola or whatever that company is and they make the resource center themselves but it costs like a an x amount of money or whatever so is that like our quote ending to this game is like making the zoo like making every exhibit full yeah like collecting you every animal zoo completely self-sufficient to the point that you don't even have to worry about it mm-hmm. or you make it just a fucking you make wasteland. the zoo self-sufficient in an evil way oh no you just you, you become fucking what's that one lady from tiger king who's like may or may not have killed her husband she it's, killed it, her husband she killed her i mean but they uh, there's some investigative studies of like their the jaw power of tigers don't have enough to break bones to eat eat them so i i can't say with certainty she definitely gives off like i killed my husband vibes but i don't want to assume i don't know i don't know also also in also tiger king is a fucking sham of a biopic that is made to instill drama more than it is to create like an authentic bio piece also it's it's more concerned with the drama of that than raising awareness about like you know yeah tigers in in enclosures and shit which is is a biopic on a horrible dude and it has no backbone to make a statement on anything oh yeah it was a reality tv show like let's be honest of thing Also, not necessarily something that should ever be recreated. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wild. I mean, I mean that in like the the general like energy that they set out to create it and should not be. Oh yeah, it was totally. People should not be looking at fucked up stories and then thinking this will be a really good true crime show. Like, no, (laughs) let's just like maybe like these these are real people that exist and are yeah these are real people is the thing (laughs) that are uh, that are. fully capable human beings of bad things i don't it's 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 wild like the whole thing of tiger i I don't want to get too into the woods of it because i want to keep like talking about game design and and admittedly this game could be very fucked up and that's the that's the comedy of this game but outside that yeah it's it's really funny it'll be like a real grand theft auto type writing you know what i mean like you'll like you'll like murder people but like grand theft auto the most most prime example prime example of, of of quality game design all right I, I, you mind if i give you another game zoo vr game yeah, where, you, where you where you are severely unprepared for the 
owning of large animals and cats. And being unprepared means that you're prepared, like, you'll do some wild choices, like feeding rabbits to tigers, oh my. All right, so this one comes to us from Vex is Making Games at Vex uh, Hex uh, Vexagon, Horse Sim- Surgeon Simulator. But it has a little modifier that I didn't think about from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. I love this specifically because I'm imagining it's a horse surgeon operating on human patients. What if we did Surgeon Simulator, but you are piloting a horse who is doing this? So you can't properly lift things. You have to do things with your mouth. So I'm wondering if we could do something. Where... Are you ratatouing the horse? I, no, you're not rat. You are a horse operating off of on humans. But I'm wondering okay. if we could do a thing where you actually have to strap like an Oculus Quest remote to your dome, and you have to you do all of your operating with your fucking head. So like you have to lift something up, you have to you have to bend your head down like a horse would, pick it up with your mouth, and then that's what you do the operating with. And I'm this trying to is figure very good because <laughs> it would just look like an absolute doofus doing this. So, okay. What I love about this, though, is it would make one of the most difficult things about Surgeon Simulator much easier. Because when playing Surgeon Simulator, I always had a problem when you would play that game when you had to, this is going to get grisly, you had to like break through people's rib cages sometimes to do surgeries on the inside. You just got to headbang that rib cage, bro. Well, you're not going to headbang it. But here's what you do have. Horses are incredible because, thank God, they are not predators because God equipped them with four hammers at all times, period. Are you talking so about their hooves? you could just be like, I'm talking about their hooves. He just, he got, he just like When you need to bust that rib cage, rib you just take out one of your big paws and just kabla. <laughs> okay, so I like the concept of... I, I want... <laughs> What if you did a game that really leaned into that where, like, a lot of problems can be fixed by a swift kick to whatever? So it's like, oh, man, this, guy, this guy's heart stopped. We got to fucking just fixed kick by it. one sentient horse. That it is a being of muscle and four hammers. <laughs> muscle and four hammers. <laughs> it's four hammers with a mouth. And it's just, it's just, it just it does have teeth and it can bite. And ironically, the biting is the less dangerous option. Yeah, it's true. But have you ever been bit by a horse? It fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. It's like that. Have, <laughs> you, have, you seen, so. have you seen that gif of that poor woman or the poor I, I don't know how old she is, but it's some it's some it's some woman who had her fucking ponytail just like grabbed by a horse and she gets she's just like a, like a rag doll. She just gets thrown like this is a superhuman like it's a horse like horses are massively yeah, powerful. Made of muscle. It's just it's just a fucking it's just it's a it's a god compared to humans. So I'm wondering if. You got to use the mouth for something other than like picking up tools, right? Like, is it you? <laughs> oh no! You got... Like what? <laughs> you just instead of using a scalpel, you just bite it out. Like, oh, looks like you got you just got a little bit of rotten like <laughs> like some some rotten cells in there. You just nom. You just bite it out and spit it out. Are you proposing whole... <laughs> that the horse would simply eat the cancer? I'm not saying eat it, but like, it's like chomp it out and like, I don't know, spit it out somewhere. I don't think a horse. I, <laughs> well, I, this is an interesting question that I've always wondered about. Grizzly the content warning, Grizzly. What happens if you eat cancer cells? Do do your cancer does it doesn't infect you? It's just because I don't think cancer works that way. It, but like, what happens to it? Hey, Blake. Wh- yeah. I- 
You not, know you don't want to go down this route. You know, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I, I'm looking down this whole hallway. I'm looking down this route. Blake, uh-huh. you know me. You really thought that I would be the person to ask about this. AJ, How the fuck would I know, AJ, dog? AJ, you know, here's the thing about you that is so fucking interesting is, like, sometimes you just know jack shit about, about things, but then there are those, like, A small topics. A lot of top- the time, actually. No, there are those small I, hey, topics, though, where you just, like, time. know everything about it. Like, and and, and it's it happens enough to where I can ask, I can confidently ask you something and I could get an answer sometimes. Of just like, hey, hey not like, this, dog. <laughs> you don't, you, you don't know about. Me <laughs> you want to ask me about something else? Um, uh, 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 what do you know about horses? Like, uh, let's just let's just be simple about it. Have you ever ridden a horse? Have you been on a horse? What's like this? What is what is the primary function of a horse as a surgeon? Like, what do you what the do you primary think function of a horse in general is for me to look at and think that'd be much better if it was a pony instead. <laughs> you're looking at it and you're like this would be cooler if it was smaller like that's yeah. like that's your primary thought horses give me the same energy that golf does and that is that they would be better if they were mini <laughs> <laughs> oh okay can can a full-grown person ride this. a pony think about how much cooler think about how much cooler horseback jousting would be if it was on a pony instead it's Knight's Tale, but it's on ponies instead of full-grown horses. Yes, yeah. rules, right? <laughs> is that not better? No, it's not better. It's like it's like it. It, it is. I don't know. It, like at least with mini golf, there's like there's an environment that's cooler. It's not. It, okay, let's let's compare mini golf. Let's use your 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 example. Let's compare regular golf to mini golf. What makes mini golf cooler isn't necessarily that you're hitting a ball. It's that you're hitting a ball in a cool like designed area that just isn't a field with sand around. Like it's the sights that are more interesting. So just making the pony smaller isn't more interesting. You gotta like add you're right, some like. But the other MXC thing that comes with making it smaller it. is the customization and the neon and the colors, which, as we know from My Little Pony, is a thing intrinsic to pony. <laughs> real quick aj what would your cutie mark be i watched a lot of my little pony just a just a little side story i used to go on dates back in high school where we would just like binge watch my little pony like me and my, my would do pony that. mark if i was a my little pony would just be the halo legendary difficulty <laughs> icon <laughs> <laughs> it's just the skull with two swords on it <laughs> the alien skull with two swords uh, actually i believe one was a gun actually in the icon oh that's right it was like the smgs or whatever right it's like dual smgs were in the background it was something it was metal as fuck what would yours be um probably mine would be um <laughs> it would be you know like in old cartoons they would have that now little black... as evidence you did already admit that like you watched my little pony in your time so like the answer that you're going to give is an authentic one not like a funny joke one like me this is something I'll... you've thought about <laughs> i'll be honest i never really thought about having a cutie mark i wasn't like that in it i just he said like the... a liar <laughs> i thought the writing was funny i mean i i'm sure if i watched it now i'd be like Wow, there are funnier cartoons out Blake, here. I, tell me about your My Little Pony OC. My, my, <laughs> I did design one forever ago. I forgot. I think the cutie mark was, <laughs> yes, was yes, like. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think cutie, my cutie mark was like an hourglass or something because like as a teenager, 
I had this really weird, dumb, stupid asshole philosophical obsession with like, how much time do I have left in the world? And, you know, like I gotta, I gotta use my time wisely. And I would then go and spend every day making Photoshop fucking images of me holding planet earth and being like, use your time wisely. Um, I'll share that. It's, it's, I still have those images. They are the fucking stupidest, edgiest, dumb piece of shit thing. I also did one where I was holding a Minecraft diamond for some reason and I made my eyes glow blue and they're cringy they're cringy you're a hero brian dude because they were cringy as fuck dude um yeah but i think i was like i had like i was like a it was like a a tan or brown like horse with an hourglass and i had like gold flakes in my hair or like gold tinges in my mane if you will um it was a a fucking cringy time dude it was a really cringy time i also discovered 20 percent cooler by ken ashcorp around that time and I don't have a I don't have a pony OC anymore, but I still listen to Ken Ashcorp, so I think I walked away uh, a good a winner in that situation. <laughs> All right. Yeah, honestly, like it's incredible that you came to Ken Ashcorp because of the My Little Pony yeah, song. That owns, I, I, honestly, you know what's so funny? I think that's how a lot of people discovered Ken Ashcorp, though, because like him and Tombstone were making some crazy like that I don't know if that's I I bet there's somebody at home right now that just heard Tombstone and then like all of their 14 year old years like just came and hit them like a a ton of bricks yeah Tombstone is a (laughs) like Tombstone is a name I have not heard in conversation since I was like a wee lad and didn't have facial hair um so yeah like Ken I think because Ken Ashcorp's 20% cooler was like I think I don't think it was his first viral video, but it was definitely one of his first um, viral songs. All right, AJ, give me a game. We've been talking about My no, Little Pony. Wait, yeah, I'll give you yeah. a new game. Yeah, give me give me a game. We talked about horse. It's horse simulator, but you gotta like use move your head and kick things and and, and horse uh, simulator. You, can- you get to move your head. You can kick things. You have four hammers on it. Blake's My Little Pony OC had a fun little hourglass mark on its butt. Oh, at AJ, AJ, Blake. AJ, you get How to develop. How much would I have to pay you, Blake Rea, to get a tramp stamp of that? Uh, I'll get it on my right ass cheek. Is that is that better? Yes, just... <laughs> yes, that is so much better. That rules so much more. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. That way, that way, I don't. I can go swimming and not have to explain why I have an hourglass above my ass. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll just explain that in more private settings. It'll be like, why do you have an hourglass on your ass? You mean my? And then you're like, because it's time for some pleasure. Because, <laughs> because I need some glass on my ass. Like. <laughs> Also, uh, side thing, uh, um, you develop your cutie mark for this horse simulator game, and that's the logo that your medical firm uses. So, like, for me, it oh, would be, like, cool. an hourglass, um, and then it would be, like, uh, uh, time time for life or some cringy uh, – another cringy Blake original Photoshop um, bullshit, piece of shit elitist thing. Uh, AJ, you got a game? <laughs> Blake Rea, I have a video game for you. It comes from Yellow Eggman Stan account at Koopa Kirby, an MMO that's invite only, so it becomes the Ooh. pyramid scheme of MMOs. Ooh, okay. Hey, what was AJ. that one social media that got really big for a little bit there that was invite only? Uh, no, I don't know that. That's was it called weird. Spaces or something like that? I, I don't know. One of know, our friends it... offered us an invite to it, so we could have gotten one. I'll be honest, that sounds 
No, I don't. I, no, it was I, called Clubhouse. I was, and yeah, I was, the I sentence, was, I know exactly. Your whole body like shuddered, and I could feel you rolling your eyes at the sentence, invite only social media. Well, because yeah, it feels like something Parler would like, do. It feels yeah, like something well, like, oh, we want to make sure you're not a leftist so... socialite or socialist before you come into our space. It's just like it, it just re- it just so reeks of like elitism. And so, yeah. yeah, it's so elitist and so like <laughs> you're not part of Clubhouse. What are you? One of the pores? Yeah, it sounds um, like something fucking Logan Paul or or his other or his brother. I don't remember that. Jake Paul. I mean, would, you're like, you're close. It, it, I only noticed that it broke into the social consciousness because Elon Musk and Joe Rogan talked about it. So like, <laughs> yeah, of course it was like smug dick bags that were the ones that were like, oh, you don't know about Clubhouse. Anyway, okay. Clubhouse's whole thing was that like you were on public phone calls. Mm-hmm. Basically, Clubhouse existed and was smug and egotistic as what it is because, of course, it was with the sentence invite-only social media. And then Twitter came in and ate their fucking lunch and then did Twitter spaces, a thing that nobody uses. <laughs> but, hey, it, can, if it got rid of Clubhouse, I'm going to count that as a win. Can I, I would can I rather pitch you on a something? useless social media tool than a useless social media. Can, can I pitch you on something, kind of leaning back into that the Mario thing we talked about? What yeah, if this was some sort of um, – you had to buy an amiibo of some kind or some statue, and it would have a chip in it. And it's at some random time within an X amount of time, that thing would let out some sort of auditorial thing. And that is the only time that you can log in. So, like, you get an invite. <laughs> well, no, it's just like – it's just like I, I don't know how invites would work because I'm imagining if you have somebody in and then they can – like, as long as they have that amiibo, they can, like, go and send a – like, uh, like hey, here's – you have 10 minutes to log into this game to get into this game or you got to wait till you get a notification on your amiibo oh, yeah. again. I so, love the timed invite. I'm not interested in the buy-in of the amiibo because what I want to uh, focus on with an, okay. with an invite-only MMO – there's a, like I really only have like one and a half MMOs to use as reference for this, and then like social like osmosis of other ones. Mm-hmm. But what this reminds like you and I have I've played a lot of and you've played very little of Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, yeah. the award winning action MMO RPG. You can play the free trial now, all <laughs> free all the way up through Heaven's Ward, and level sixty. Uh, blah 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 award winning I forget the copy pasta you understand <laughs> god you sound like um, somebody trying to sell me on Newberry or some other like pyramid scheme I'm trying to sell you on Final Fantasy 14 Hop do back you want to make thousands of dollars from home and own your own business come check out Newberry <laughs> like that's what you sound like that's what Final Fantasy players sound like even though but you are having legitimate that, fun. Imagine if that invite, imagine if that invite that everybody was like calling to copying and pasting and like having a good time inviting people came with an energy of piousness, right? Like right now when people do that, that invite, it's like, it is a welcoming thing. It is like an energy of like, please come into this space and have fun with me. It is free, please. That sounds but like any that piece that of shit. That sounds like seeing. any piece of shit, like gentlemen's club from like the 1960s or 1970s. <laughs> Are you implying that Final Fantasy 14 is? Uh, this will be reductive. A titty bar? 
No, I mean, well, seeing how all of my friends dress up their characters, it might as well be, but... <laughs> okay, some of us have dressed ourselves up into slutty outfits and gone and hit the town and checked and out that's, bars. And that's, what and by the way, I'm not calling that out. I think that is a, a fucking, fucking fantastic... That is fantastic, but... It, it, it kind of is, but I'm. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. When comparing Final Fantasy to, like, a Gentleman's Club only invite thing, it's like, I could just get into Final Fantasy and do that. I don't have to wait for somebody's po- bullshit, like, do you want to be a part of but our But what if culture? you did? What if, what if I, when I gave you that invite, I was like, hey, Blake, I can get you in. See, hey, you Blake, know what's so fucking crazy about in, this? Bud. AJ, you know what's so fucking crazy about this is I could feel somebody, like, some popular fucking like final fantasy player being like hey guys i'm holding a giveaway 30 invites i can send you you just gotta like share and fucking subscribe to my channel and then i'll send it's the free gift card giveaway mentality of youtube it'd be like hey like and like and share this video and you enter yourself automatically enter yourselves for a free gift card giveaway that youtube has never proven that people follow up on because when uh, when a hundred thousand people like your thing there's no fucking way to find out who won the free gift card giveaway aj it's a scheme it's a fucking scheme and i feel like there are gonna be so many people like ninja doing this to 14 year olds and it angers what me. if we did it a whole ass so mmo much. that was on this system hear it me out angers what if it was an me. mmo it that you me. had to be invited into play and so you are now playing an mmo but and it's the shittiest some, mmo there's sub, it is there's a class it, yeah it's a shitty mmo it's like, it is you know it like is the only reason people MMO. play is because there's like the only reason people play is because there's an exclusivity to it, which is what I'm imagining that social this? media was like. Like, I've joined this MMO. I'm running around as an adventurer, like the general, like, baseline adventurer. I'm thinking yeah, to myself, yeah. man, I've seen some people out here in the fields hunting the monsters, and some of them have a bow. I guess there's, like, a bowman's guild that you can get into. I oh. wish somebody would invite me to learn oh, how to use a bow. Oh, God. So you have to be invited to play the game, and then every other thing also operates off of invites everything oh, in the world Christ. is a social well, encounter okay. right well also, it is, hold it is on, because though, final is... fantasy 14 has like this incredible level mm-hmm. of like there's a lot of social things to it you can buy and sell weapons you can buy and sell uh like dyes you can the like the in-game marketplace run by players is intrinsic to the gameplay of final fantasy 14 and that's beautiful mm-hmm. but what if the leveling the like it wasn't just gear it was classes it was story it was oh, getting God. to do the late game content was all invite only so and you only hold get on a couple invites so how about this how about this i i want to build on what you're saying so or just kind of visualize what you're saying. So is this kind of like, just just because this is a relevant thing, you and I are playing Dead Rising 2 right now. And the way the upgrades in that game work is like, you either discover a recipe card or are given the recipe card. So it doesn't operate like that, where like everybody, if you want a bow or learn how to craft a bow or find where to buy a bow, that has to be invited or given to you as a player. You so gotta every, know a guy, yeah. You, you gotta, gotta, you know, gotta somebody. know somebody. Oh my God. And then like, it, oh God. So it'll be like, 
I could picture brands doing this. Be like, hey guys, we just hooked up with Marshmallow. He's gonna be handing Ooh. out he's gonna be handing out two thousand helmets that look like the Marshmallow helmet. Go follow him on social media and for a chance to be given a helmet. I'm like, there's this, a new this, class this... in the game that lets oh, you run five percent faster. We have five hundred invites to our run faster class. Come on, fucking hop I in, enter our giveaway, and you this. will be invited to be able to run faster. The I hate this because you know why, AJ? Sprinters because Guild. This feels like we're two steps away from this actually happening. My money, my fucking money. No, 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 no. My fucking money. This is the suck force in full swing here. My money. Next concert Fortnite does is gonna be invite only. So, or you actually have to buy real fucking tickets, or you have to have some. Somebody has to gift it to you to be invited, or you have to fucking win or something. It's just like a limited. This would be an MMO. Ugh. Yeah, like in-game Ugh. tickets. Yes, of Fucking course you'll be this. selling in-game tickets or, or inviting in-game tickets. But I'm obsessed with like, you know, like the narratives for different classes are always like, oh, you signed up yeah. and, like, or you were invited to come join the Gladiators Guild or you were invited to come check out the Archaeomancer stuff. But like, mm-hmm. what have you actually had to be invited by to that by players? Like, you, well, let's say that's that you're playing this game guilt. and you're doing a bunch that's... of gathering things, and mm-hmm. somebody, a player, is like, "Hey, I noticed a player out there in the fields that's been doing gathering quests for the last four days. He's got lots of resources. I'm gonna see if he wants to become an apothecary, and mm-hmm. I will invite him to become the to join the apothecaries guild, and then he can start mixing items and create potions." Oh God! So like to. I mean, okay. How does this differ from just regular guild? I mean, guess I guess because there's only regular abil- there's games, abilities, you would yeah. be able to just fucking go do the apothecary yeah, stuff. That's true. That's true. You. This have is to a become... game where you have to be invited to apothecary school oh, so that you God. can get post like unlock potion making. Also, this is a if game you... where you have to be invited to use to join the bow guild so your character can use bows. How about this? this how about this? You can only be part of one guild at a time. Like, you can only be yes, part of one guild. That that way, no, stick with me. You stick with me here. You have because to buy if you, extra card holders so you can have you, cards for different guilds. Well, well, the reason I want to build into this is because if you decide you don't want to be in a guild anymore and you leave it, you officially leave it. There's no getting back into that guild. So there's this oh, level of- Oh, you need to of, be invited back. Yeah. You need to be in, well, either invited back or like you're barred from it because you decided to leave the guild. So like- because it, it, I don't know, I'm wondering if there's like this cutoff thing of like you cut ties with us, so you don't get to come back. That way, so you have to commit to whatever guilds you're being a part of. Well, because that also forces everybody to fit a character slot, which I feel is much more interesting than like you have certain yes, characters who can do a bit right. of everything. We, what we hate about Final Fantasy 14 is the fact that like one character can do it all. Just kidding, yes. we love that actually. But yes. we as game designers, we want to create a supply and demand of players. You yeah. are only allowed to do one thing because you were invited to do that one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you want to have a you want to have a beastmaster class? You must be invited to beastmaster school. God, but this isn't you know just classes. I want to make that clear. I want to uh-huh. do this with story stuff. You know how like mm. right now, you and I will do like you and I have played Destiny, and so we've gone out and we've done missions and we've done raids with our friends. And like when we do a raid with our friends, usually it's three days of hellish coordination in a group chat before we can find a day that we can sit down and do a raid with six of our friends. I don't know why it's so difficult to get six people together in a group chat with 13 people, but hey, sometimes we live in hell. I'm not throwing shade at our raid group. I love every single one of them, but goddamn, can we please have better schedules? I love you all very much. 
I mean, you'd also think it would be easier to schedule because we've been all been locked in our houses for like the past year and a half. So, but you know, like, oh, hey, what I, can get, you I, all get I get it. I get it. I get it that you all are so excited to be rewatching Breaking Bad, but fuck, <laughs> put it away. <laughs> okay, here's the question though. Okay, so, but then like it is stuff like yeah. you play through the game and you get to the point where they're like, we're gonna go fight Jorgensen, the king of the evil kingdom. We mm-hmm. must gather 27 heroes, and mm-hmm. you have to be invited to one of those raids. Like, mm-hmm. one-on-one, we are, like, the person that is holding it sets the time and day, and then you, it will be running, and you must be officially invited by somebody. How, how about this, AJ? I, I also want to pitch you on something, because one thing, one red flag for me on this is, like, how do you introduce new abilities because clearly nobody no player in that ecosystem has those abilities right what if you did Mm -hmm. because one of my favorite things that destiny does which is so fucking cool actually is that if you are the first group to defeat a raid you get stuff that unique to you unique to that nobody else in the game world has it what if you do a thing where like every month you do events and the first group to complete that are the ones who are the first people to gain those abilities and only they, and they can do can invites. invite somebody. Yes. Oh, oh, you don't have the four second invulnerability skill. Don't mm-hmm. worry. I'll invite you to a to, I'll invite you to a TED talk I'm doing in game and then you will unlock this ability. But, AJ, but here's the thing though, that would be so fucking crazy cool to see happen. You know like the Destiny raids, it's there are famous teams who do that. There are like it's like three or four teams who like stream themselves and they usually are the first ones to beat those raids. And the fact that that's yes. possible is that there are like people who can consistently do that is so fucking crazy to me. I wonder if there's going to be some legendary guild that arrives out of that where they're like no we don't share anything from these raids we don't we keep these <laughs> well no like think of that well because how fucking you would have a group no, of you're people right, because this is a game like built on the in this world it, right this is the yeah. this is a people that like this is a gaming culture that we've created that like if you want to be part of this guild, it is the highest honor. If you want to mm. share some of the same skills that they have, it is the highest honor. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck, even being invited to be a paladin, like two of this guild is paladin. So even yes. being invited to yes. the paladin class is a yes. big deal. Well, you know what's what going to be creating, crazy? What we're creating is a player-read creation of like the one of the old Star Wars MMOs had this thing where like one in a million players would be invited to become a Jedi. What we're creating oh, is a wow. player space where we're creating that energy. Mm-hmm. The players can decide whether or not, like, you know, necromancer kings See, are a you class know that is just You know what's going to be so rare. fucking cool, too? Like, this is going to generate its own, like economy like not like economy in terms of money but economy in terms of like there are going to be abilities that are just mass shared and others that are like no there's like quite like like you said there are necromancers but like for some reason the the raid group that won the necromancer thing just never shared that ability so like there are there are very rare to find a necromancer and when you are it like might be one... even necro- like rare to get a necromancer like maybe like there's some high level stuff that you're like I would love to do this I want to have like a player that can like 
res us so we need a necromancer to play with us oh and they have to like go out God. and hunt down and be like job listing we would like to oh hire a necromancer fuck. to come do There's, this quest with us every every town has like a job board or some shit like it's like oh hey you go you search <laughs> the job board well that's how like that's a form of an invite right like hey we invite yes. a necromancer to come join our group and like this is what we can pay you like you can actually put like gold or something like that because yes, that's yes. so in game currency to so pay people to come do missions with you fucking, that's so fucking cool and here's the thing this game actually sounds really cool to me because it is like a living breathing thing of course like it's powered by a really shitty mentality of like you this is our private space and you can only be invited to come join this game if we invite you or whatever but like once you're in the game that sounds like a game i would actually play being like wow because it feels like you read and i'm just using DD as an example but there are these like classes of wizards who are like we don't share this information because it is very very private to us it's very sacred to us i wonder if you can generate a world that is powered by that mentality of like hey you know and people like start leaning into that role play right of like we're part of the necromancer guild and like you have people in chat like being like this is this is a very dangerous practice and then you start we the world starts generating its own war. we can have it set yeah. up so that like we can we as the world builders can say necromancers are a very secretive group and as such only one in 1200 necromancer players will be given an invitation to allow oh, another person to become a necromancer that would be cool so at the end of every month two things happens a new raid opens up and uh, invites are sent out so it'll be like and that's where we can start doing that's where we can do deals with like big celebrities that are playing this game being like hey we just gave uh, uh who's a famous like non-shitty let's play streamer uh uh uh, uh we just gave marble joe cantus um 50 invites for this new ability that's going out and she's gonna be able to distribute that amongst her audience or whatever um and then so that gives us the ability to do that um oh my god and then you just like that would be cool because then we can start leaning into like invites are like a very rare thing and it's, yeah, a, it's I like think a hot we came commodity into this with the, the idea of the like the the entry point being an invitation is very shitty and i can't express how much enough that sucks and again but I once you're in it not everybody will get an invite not everybody gets yeah. a one like you can invite a player now Maybe mm -hmm. maybe if you're like maybe if you finish a high difficulty mission that takes like 144 people to play, then like Fuck. four of them will be given an invitation to let someone join the game. May yeah, but there like, you go. You get an what, invite what ticket. Like you get you get again. collectible tickets what? that you can pass out. That has like you a can QR only hold code one at a time, period. Oh, and also, fuck. they are hyper rare. They are. It is so rare to have an invitation to come play this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you get how would you get people to play this that, game like, initially though? Like how would invites work before the game is out? Like do you just like we're the same way we get anybody to do fucking anything? We use influencer marketing. <laughs> this will be a game that you this will start as a game that can only be played by your joys, by your Eric's gaming, by oh, your Markiplier, by your I'm running out of Twitch streamers. <laughs> you can only play it if you have a certain benchmark of an audience. From oh there, God. those people will be given a couple invites. And then a couple more. And then ooh, just a couple more again. And it will be could, such a slow Could you do how about this? How about build. this? Just to add a little bit more of a of a thing. 
you have on the website that this that you download this this game from it actually has like instead of an email list it's like an invite list so you can put yourself on that list and like every month or so like random a random amount or not a random we'll amount, do a but lottery like, invite yeah, yeah like a lottery invite just like how like fucking i found out something crazy about japan the other day so um you know like how the new mario like universal studios thing is happening where like they they have a, a section of mar of universal studios japan and they're also doing it here in la um that's all mario themed to get uh -huh. a fucking ticket to Universal Studios, it is lottery-based. And I found out a lot of things in Japan are lottery-based. You want to go to a concert? Guess what? There's a limited amount of tickets. You just have to submit yourself to this it. This will be the world's first FOMO MMO. Yeah. So it's like you have a lottery-based system at the get-go that you can submit your email to. And every month we find like 1,500 players to go. So like at the beginning of every month, the uh, tickets are sent out to active players emails are sent out to people that want to get into the game and a new raid begins with like a new ability or a new weapon or like a new class even um bro this game actually is cool as fuck and i would be so i think it i think it excites me the same way the the idea of star citizen excites me where there's like a whole like inbuilt economy system where like the players dictate what is popular in the world and like what is worth what like i'm a mad uh, god there would even I think the dark side of this game is, um, are you familiar with, like, the whole idea of, like, gold farmers of the world of World of Warcraft? No. What are gold farmers? So, I think it still happens today, but there, you can go online, um, and especially in the early days of Minecraft, of, of War, World of Warcraft, you can go online and there are people that just farm gold and you can like pay them like 20 bucks and they'll just come up and gift you that gold in game. So like, and that's like, there are, there are farms dedicated to this, like people with just like rows and rows of computers that just collect and farm gold. So like people, the people, and sad, sadly, I don't think those people get paid a whole lot. Um, where they just do nothing but play World of Warcraft and farm gold so the company itself can sell that gold for real money to other people. And it's insane. I, 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 I'm fairly I'm certain it's illegal. I'm absolutely miffed at you and me right now, Blake Rea, because we started this as an MMO that is invite-only that sounded so fucking horrible, but then we threw in the one idea <laughs> of it creating a gig economy and freelancers as classes. And all of a sudden, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, like the idea of being like doing your because it makes you feel like an actual adventurer being like, oh, these people need to go go to these mines and collect something. But they need a they need a, a healer or they need a ranged uh, a ranger or something that can track animals or, or, or whatever. So you really lean into special jobs or like specialized jobs and you fit that role. And that's that's what you market yourself as as a freelancer. And you go to the job board in every town that uh, people just randomly post those things and be like and what and you like, can do it, is it would also instill uh, like an energy of like community because like there would be people that are famous in this world because they're like oh this ranger like they sit around and like they all commonly invite people to come learn skills from them that is a thing oh, that this person just does God. this yeah. is a thing that a human must do God, do you think there would be like the one player to rule them all kind of thing where they are like every they are the combination of every skill and class ability? Well, we, we like they are there. We explained that you can only have one class at a time. I think we may mm -hmm. even double that down and say that you can only have a certain amount of skills at a time. Mm -hmm. 
but I do think that there there will be some classes that do. I think that some classes will have generous players, some won't. You know, like your your support players, one, they will be very rare as a reference to the necromancer is one of the rarest classes out there. But mm -hmm. I think that being a neck like support players breed a certain kind. Mm -hmm. And that kind is people that are willing to help each other. Can can That's I why we pitch love you? supports? Can That's I why we thank our something? supports. I want to pitch you on something that might be that might throw this whole game world into something. Yeah, wild can you and crazy. ruin this for me? Because I, my I, problem I, is that I think I'm liking it. I I can't ruin it. I can only just make it cooler. What if there were like you've watched Yu-Gi-Oh, right? The anime Yu-Gi-Oh. You know the concept of like the yes, millennium, like the millennium like items. What if there were like millennium items in this world? And a one person, only one person can carry, let's say there are five items. There's like a necklace, a sword, a tiara, uh, a cape or whatever. And if you are like, there are ways that players can take those items from one another. But it is a fucking, like the person with that item has a unique ability only to that item. So it's like, it's like in Lord of the Rings where it's like the seven rings. And each of those rings has uh, powers that maybe not necessarily unique to each of them, but they are, they are powerful items in this world and only one person can wield it at a time. So I'm wondering if you can create these gods in this game that are like who are the five actum millennium peace holders in this game and then it like you can do a thing where like hey there's an event where like it becomes a big event in the community when somebody takes that item from one of those players be like and whoa we would find these players yeah. like we would use our data analysis to be like hey we know the five people that play this game more than any other human being we are giving oh, them the fuck. pieces we know yeah. that this is a game that is more this is like a lifestyle to these players yes they yes. will get our legendary AJ, actually parts. wait aj it's it's just the fucking uh it's like the uh, weapons from shield hero like, there are legendary heroes who have unique weapons to themselves. So you have, like, the shield hero, you have the spear hero, you have the sword hero, you have, like, the, the, the mace hero or, or whatever, the glaive hero. But maybe it's, like, maybe not all of them are offensive weapons. Like, doing something like the cape could okay, be, like, Okay, hey, we need to fix yeah. this, we need to fix this, we need to fix this, and I think I know how. Okay, And by fix, I, of course, mean ruin. Yes, yes, yes. We need to do that. <laughs> When you join the game, I touched base on it earlier, and I think that we just need to lean into this much harder. When mm -hmm. you first join the game, you are given the character class Adventurer. That is yes. it. You can't make potions. Yeah. You cannot cook meals. You cannot, like, use very many action skills. Like, it is just, like, base level, like, block, punch, kick, sword swipe. Mm -hmm. Um. Being invited to a guild in general, getting to get a class in general, is a rarity. Like, mm -hmm. the bow users are like, I think we go so far as to say as like, one in 20 players will be allowed to be a bow player. And mm -hmm. I think that we even, like, we double this down to, like, the computer will always keep a tally on how many characters have been created in world. And mm -hmm. so we will always keep this ratio of there are only 20% ranged players. Oh, That's the rule. I like that. I like that. We will not generate more Bowman guild cards in-game unless somebody leaves the guild. And oh. then we will generate a bow ticket. Oh my god! And then there's a ticket, and that's random. You know, what'd be kind of cool too. What if it's like randomly assigned to somebody when they first log into the game? Like if there's like an extra slot or something, because then you'd have those stories of like, hey, this brand new character logged in, 
and they were given the necromancer skill. It's something that only two percent of players fucking have. Well, but then it actually, but that, <laughs> but, but no, but no, then, no, you're onto something. That yeah. is, I think that's how we that's how we inflate the market, right? That would uh-huh. be how we as like players control the idea of like, oh, we are noticing that our game is building out much faster than we expected, and we need to like account for that. So there will always be like a percent chance that somebody could spawn in with a certain class ticket. Yes, yes, and then people... Because it is... Every single one is less than 1% on character, mm-hmm. though. But you like, know what's cool like about that? In it fucking infinitesimal it, chance. It leans hardcore, in my opinion, into that idea of, like, chosen it's one It's that stories. Star Wars thing. Well, yeah, yeah it's like you're, it's you're chosen the chosen Star Wars yeah. story of the Jedi. Yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, you just spawn in and, like, you realize, random world, that you are the rarest class in the game. Or something like that. And, oh, God, that'd be so fucking cool. And also, to go back to the job board thing, it's not that you can custom put, like, hey, we just want a necromancer. It's like each job or each quest has specific roles that need to be filled. So, like, you're going into this quest to clear out the minds of, like, these these spiders or something. You need to have one adventurer, one ranger, one uh, spellcaster, and one necromancer. You can only do that job if you have those four slots filled. So it's not that, like, oh, we want to do a mission, but we notice we're kind of having a tough time with it. We want to have this special we will person create, here. We'll reach yes. points where we're like, hey, you're going to go kill the god dragon now. Or the dra- the, you're going to go kill the dragon king. You need to have a dragon slayer in your party. Yeah. And everybody that plays the game will be like, what the fuck is a dragon slayer? Because mm-hmm. in the game's code, we have now just dropped a new class. Mm-hmm. And random players will like people will create characters until they are able to get a dragon slayer. But again, you're not allowed to create a new character. That's something mm-hmm. that I want to create. You can only have one character per account. Wow. Yeah, I mean that kind of and actually, no, that does that that isn't something that usually because happens. Think, like, because well, now yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is, is if we drop the God, the Dragon Slayer class, then now that is how we get people to join in on the game, because now everybody yeah. that plays the game is going to be thinking, I got to see if I can get a Dragon Slayer. Like, do I know anybody that would be willing to play in? Hey, do you want to come play this game? They just dropped a new class. You may be the only one that can get it. Well, actually, but that destroys the idea of earning classes through raids. So it'll be like if you are playing a raid and you have hey, to kill some, like a... some. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you have to kill the dragon to be invited to the dragon slayer class. But maybe the, yeah. the new stuff like we have many revenues for playing with a lack of player play, or a lack of supply. Maybe well, if we want more I, players, we drop a newborn class. Here's, Maybe here's if the we thing. want to incentivize late game content, we er, give them an invite for a new here's, class. Here's we'll the question. Uh, here's, the qu- here's the question that we should wrap this up soon. Um, but is this a game where you can only have one class? So if you finish a raid, yes. are you sacrificing your current class for the new class? And then that yes. class that you left oh, it generates a new ticket or whatever. Okay, so it's yep, treated the same way as like as missing a, as taking as leaving a guild so it's like you remove your current guild status well but then again like do you lose all the skills that you had because then again i i feel like if and maybe that's ever, where, okay or if you get the opportunity to go back to a class which i say get the opportunity because it would be luck and timing and hope that you would even get the ability to go back to a class god that's so you would have to hope crazy. that one of your friends in that guild has a ticket that they're willing to give back to you 
God. Okay. This is okay. This is. I feel like you and I could talk about this for like another hour, but we should wrap it up. I. We're I gonna say, wrap it up. I say the game is called Invite Only. Um, but I'm thinking I maybe going we to put some argue stink on the that? game Chosen One. Chosen One. <laughs> or maybe Chosen, chosen Ones plural chosen one because again chosen. the, the yeah. idea is like you have to be invited to this game period you have to yeah. be one of the chosen ones to play this game you then have to be one of the chosen ones to take a skill a class then you have to mm-hmm. be one of the chosen ones to get these skills it is always about being a so, chosen one chosen one and invite only mmo yes chosen okay. ones i like the plurality of it okay chosen the world's ones first fomo mmo <laughs> no, I feel like we got to be more direct. So, like, I like Chosen Ones, parentheses, and invite-only MMO. I feel it's direct. It's like, oh, what the fuck's that about? I want to I wanna listen. I want to I wanna do that. Um, okay. I, is, are we agreed on that title, or do you Yeah, think I think we're agreed on that title. It's a game that I feel incredibly mixed about, because the, the, <laughs> the mechanics we've built are exciting. The approachability of it is fucking not. See, but we're gonna this we're gonna sucks. fucking no. This is the feeling though that you're gonna give to somebody. They're gonna be like, "Fuck, I gotta see what this game's about." I fucking hate that it's only invite only. But then they start playing the game and we're like, "Wow, this game is actually like good." Why the fuck did they do that dumb invite only thing? Like this game would be so much more enjoyable if it was just accessible to everybody. So we have this. Everybody who plays this game has such mixed feelings about it, which is like. And, and let's be honest, this game but wants be, to get their friends in on but, it. They just but see, don't have here's the, the ability thing. to. No, here's the thing, though. But that's like that's if if you were to take that description and apply it to Final Fantasy 16 or or 17 or whatever, I would I wouldn't know how to t- I wouldn't know how to tell the difference because AJ, don't you have mixed feelings about asking me to play that game knowing that there's a no, 40 I, hour investment I can period? You in on it. No, no, I love but that about it. The fact that the, the story is so long, that's a good thing to me, dog. But it's 40 hours of bad story that take, it, no, it no, takes... No, no, four- no. It's 40 hours of good story and bad gameplay. And then you get to the Keeper of the Lake, and that's when the gameplay starts to open up. The story was fine the whole time. Let's close this episode now. <laughs> Let's go to Patch Notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. For today's patch notes, what Blake and I really want to do is give some recommendations on how you can help Palestinian civilians. Things are complicated right now um, going on in that general area. And though um, it's a very complicated situation with the military, there are people, just normal ass people suffering and it's and it sucks. And we wanted to raise a little bit of awareness about that. AJ has very kindly prepped some links and he's going to have those below in the in the podcast description of how you can help and be informed and go go help some of those just normal civilians having a, a really fucking tough go at it right now. And um, we couldn't in good conscience just do a normal old patch notes without mentioning this very, very big thing. And um, we hope this is informative for you. And that um, if you are in a financial situation to do so, that you can help, Um, because I'm sure there are dozens of people, not dozens, hundreds of people that would appreciate that. So uh, thank you very much. These links are going to be things like Doctors Without Borders, the United Nations Relief Works Agency, the Palestinian Children's Relief Fund. Uh, There will be a couple different options so that you can kind of pick out which one you want to go ahead and donate your money to. Any little bit that you can offer helps. With that, we're going to go ahead and close today's episode out. As always, thank you all so much for listening. Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anamana Gucci, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. 
I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. We hope you guys had fun. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.